This is Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number 9 Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Wayne's Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Debt, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, The Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas, Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, Hat Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. Here's Joe Taylor. Well, thank you very much. We welcome all of you to live coverage of tonight's Region 4 Final here in 6A. It's the Clark Cougars and the Westlake Chaparrales. Westlake comes in with a record of 28-1. Obviously, District 26-6A champions riding that 63-game district winning streak as they went undefeated during the regular season. And, of course, for Steve Ciciline's group, the Clark Cougars, 22-2 on the year, 10-1 in District 28-6A. They came up short against Johnson. That's their lone district loss and just one of two losses. They had a loss in the regular season to Cornerstone Christian back on the 25th of November. And when you look across the board at uh, what Clark has been able to do, just 66-48 to 48 loss, their second district game of the year to Johnson. And, of course, that is a few of their like opponents. Johnson, Westlake was able to get by in the area championship round. So, again, some familiarity at least for both teams. Johnson, obviously a very good team during the regular season, a formidable playoff opponent that Westlake took care of business on in the second round of the playoffs. But when it comes to, or excuse me, the third round of the playoffs, but when it comes to the Westlake Chaparrales, none bigger moment than on Tuesday night when K.J. Adams scored 10 points in the fourth quarter, and he actually scored 12 in the in the fourth quarter to kind of close out his 28-point performance to go along with, his 12 rebounds and five assists against O'Connor. Westlake was down 10 with just over three minutes to play, and the Chaparrales willed their way with good defense in the backcourt, and Westlake was able to come away victorious with a 62-58 to win. By far, the most challenged the Westlake Chaparrales have been in this season, especially during the playoff run. And it's been a pretty spectacular one. It started off with a 67-52 win over Cedar Ridge, a 71-38 win over Roosevelt in the area round, then the 75-66 win over Johnson that was close the entire time until the fourth quarter. And then, of course, Westlake down the majority of the game, 62-58. They come back and win in epic style. And K.J. Adams leading the way offensively, but good team basketball all over the place for Westlake, and they really uh, showed what they were made of that night. For the Clark Cougars, it has been panic mode. White knuckle, keep your hearts at least somewhat available for this one because it has been barn burner basketball. How about this, folks? They've played four playoff, win- four playoff wins, all of those games separated by a total of five points. 32-31 win over South San Antonio, 63-64 win over Hutto, 48-46 win over Bowie, and a 49-48 win, a buzzer-beating win for uh, over Harlan on Tuesday night in the region semifinal. So that's how the Clark Cougars and the Westlake Chaparrales shake out. That's how they got here. And when we come back after this brief timeout, you'll hear the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. All of that and more coming up as we give you live coverage of the Region 4 Final. It's Westlake and Clark, and it's coming up next. This is Westlake Basketball. 
when you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. Is one of preparation, and with preparation, COVID nineteen protocols, all of the unfamiliar things that have gone on this season has kind of prepared you for this moment where you have to stay in the moment because there's no choice. Is that what you've been telling your team this week? Yeah, and you know you work very hard and you do you know so many different things, different schedules, sacrifice certain things. Uh, to have a season and then to get here and so now I just uh, you know you got to enjoy it but at the same time uh, you know make the most of it and um, you know these games when you get down to then um, the regional finals and the end of the season there's going to be teams that are just uh, satisfied with you know getting to the fifth round and then there's going to be teams that uh, wanted to keep it going and so you know part of that tonight will be uh, you know which team wants to continue to play next week. We take a look at uh, what happened at the fourth quarter of uh, Tuesday night's region semifinal. And I think all of us kind of got lost in the fact that you guys made a surge late coming down uh, back from, coming back from 10 points. Obviously, that's a huge accomplishment. But what did you learn about your team on Tuesday night that you maybe didn't know before tonight's region final? Well, uh, I guess in that game, we learned that we when we needed to uh, change the tempo defensively, uh, that we actually did a pretty good job of it. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to do that tonight. O'Connor was uh, really uh, a half-court team. They played so well in the half-court. Um, but we have practiced it for a couple reasons. You know, we thought maybe we'd get into a playoff game or something down the road where somebody would hold the ball and try to stall. So we had some trapping stuff uh, put in for that. And then, you know, once a week when you practice the trapping stuff, well, then that also is practicing your offense versus the trapping. So even if we felt like, well, I don't know if we're getting any better at the trapping, I, we always felt like we were getting a little bit better at uh, holding the ball at the end of the game and taking on the traps and getting a good shot. So, um, you know, we put when, when you put everybody together, I thought they did a good job using their length the other night to try to get deflections and then um, on the other side get to the rim, not set up for threes and, and get us back in the game. And it's that extra pass that we've seen over the last couple of games, obviously the close game with Johnson until late and then the extra passes that we saw the other night. And really, you know, I'm going to brag on a guy that, that doesn't get to touch the whole ball, that doesn't get to touch the ball a whole lot on the offense aside because he is there for really uh, you know to, to grab rebounds especially on the offensive side but Preston Clark's court vision is something that we've seen really elevate in the playoffs and he had probably three of the biggest assists of his career when you when you really think about that extra pass and just how unselfish this basketball team is it really points to little moments inside those big moments you know I, I look at that last play where KJ was able to bring the ball up kick it over to Mo in the corner and then immediately into the high post you had that recognition from Preston Clark that his teammate was open down low to take the lead. Yeah, I think it's one of the advantages to uh, the guys that we have in, in our program, not just on the varsity, but even lower levels. Uh, you have a bunch of guys that have good size like Preston, who have, but he has good guard skills. Uh, but for us, we ask him to guard the post and play down low and do some of those things. Uh, but he still has the ability to handle the basketball, to make passes. Uh, KJ, you know, very similar in size. 
a little bit bigger, but he does the same things. And, uh, you know, Nakari, if we needed him to, could also do some of those things. And so I think uh, that allows us to be a little bit more versatile uh, where everybody on the floor can be a playmaker for somebody else versus you just have one or two guys that make plays for everybody. Let's talk about Jordan Mason. Obviously, he is the focal point offensively when it comes to Clark's offense. This is a team that has been in some barn burners, some last-minute uh, games. In fact, buzzer beater on Tuesday night to get here. They beat Bowie, obviously. That's a – in. It, you look at their entirety of four playoff games, and the point differential is pretty pretty significant. Only five points. Five. So they've been in some close games and some close games late where they've been in survival mode. That is a dangerous team uh, no matter what time of year it is. That is something that I know that you're looking at as far as their ability to hold the ball and play good defense. Yeah, and they have a good point guard who uh, can handle the basketball and take on a lot of pressure. They have a good coach on the sideline that can call what they need to call it to get them into whatever that they, they see the matchup. But then they're, they have guys on the floor also uh, similar to what we were just talking about. Um, they might not be six foot seven, you know, might be six three, six four, and they play inside out, but they can make plays for um, and shoot the basketball from the perimeter. Uh, so, uh, you know, a good team uh, in that sense, and they control tempo very well. Uh, the way they play offensively helps them on the defensive end also. Um, so they played a lot of tight games in the playoffs. Final thought, we talked about this at the end of the game, but there was moments where you knew your season was in jeopardy. I think people looked at that 10-point deficit and went, wow, we might be at the end of this road and how unfortunate that would be for some of these seniors. But I'd like to know how they've handled that adversity both in the moment and how they've led to led in practice because you've had a couple of extra days and I think that's significant having not only the break but when you play you know four games in seven days that is a taxing on a basketball team that was off for a week because of snowpocalypse yeah what have the seniors done mentally to kind of reinforce the leadership and, and now that they have that experience of that region semifinal behind them but they do a good job of communicating to one another in games prior to games in practice, you know, in the group text, whatever it may be, to focus one another. Um, but um, yesterday in practice was probably the first time, uh, you know, my days are all mixed up, but that was Thursday. So, you know, Wednesday we went very light. Thursday uh, was probably uh, more of a normal day before game practice. We hadn't had one of those in a very long time. Uh, and everybody came into practice to get better that day. And that was, you know, so I, I think defensively, we had not played as well as we had played, um, you know, the second round of district. And, and some of that is you're just trying to make sure that you can get to the next game and you have some juice for the next game. And so you have to cut back some stuff. But since we had, you know, the Sunday off, then Monday, uh, you know, you had a day before game practice game. Wednesday was very light. Well, now Thursday we amped it up, and uh, they all practiced really hard like they wanted to win today. So, you know, it wasn't just the seniors. It was kind of like everybody on the team. So hopefully they'll carry over into the game today. He's Robert Lucero, the head men's basketball coach here at Westlake. As always, thanks for the time and good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. It's presented by Plains Capital Bank. Visit plainscapital.com when we come back. The starting lineups and the tip-off live from Canyon High School. It's the Region 4 final and a right to play for a spot in the Final Four in the state in 6A. It's Westlake and it's Clark. And it's coming up next. This is Westlake Basketball. 
Whether you're watching football, hanging at the tailgate, or playing around to golf, you want to look sharp. That's why we partnered with Cricket Shirts. And according to co-founder Billy, he's all about keeping it Austin. I mean, if there ever was a city that sort of captured the spirit of the 19th hole, it's Austin, Texas. And if there's anything that ever like kind of captured the spirit of community, it's Texas high school football. And co-founder Hobson Brown agrees it's the perfect shirt for all occasions. Yeah, it's a shirt you can wear uh, on the course. It's a shirt you can wear in the boardroom. And it's a shirt you can wear to the football game on a Friday night. Find your design at cricketshirts.com. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. We will you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. It's the Region 4 final here. First time Westlake has been in this situation in a couple of seasons. Back when they made it to the state semifinal only to fall to Allen. This time, the opponent is the Clark Cougars. Last time, it was the Lake Travis Cavaliers in the Region 4 tournament. But for Westlake, they go up against the 22-2 Clark Cougars. Their four wins in the bye district include 32-31 win over South San Antonio. A 63-64 win over Hutto, a 48-46 win over Bowie, a buzzer beater, 49-48 win over Harlan to get here. For Westlake, 67-52 win over Cedar Ridge, 71-38 win, dominant win over Roosevelt, a 75-66 win in a tight game against Johnson, and Westlake was down the majority of the game, but wound up with a big-time 15-0 run and uh, was victorious here at Canyon on Tuesday night for the 62-58 win over O'Connor. The starting lineup is presented by Texas Honeyham for the Clark Cougars. It'll be a 6'3 senior guard, Dalen Whitlock. Will Harris, a 6'3 senior guard. Jordan Mason, the top scorer on the team, averaging just over 17 points per ballgame. 6'3 junior guard. Al Emerlahu, the 6'5 senior forward, averaging just under 12 points per ballgame. And down in the post as well, Jason Asonma. Asonma is a 6'2 senior guard. Scores 13 points of ballgame along with two offensive boards a game. Shooting 44% from the field. Most of that damage done in the paint. For the Westlake Chaparrales, it'll be Cade Mankel, 6'5", senior guard. K.J. Adams, 6'7", senior guard. He also plays the forward spot as well. Ian Moat, the 6-foot senior point guard. Blake Nielsen, the 6'2", senior guard. And Preston Clark, the 6'6", junior forward. For Westlake, they'll be in their dark navy or very dark blue jerseys with the red Westlake in block print, the white numerals trimmed in red and white. The tip-off will be controlled by Westlake as K.J. Adams. Delivers the ball to Cade Mankel. Now Adams back at the top of the arc as you picture it in your mind's eye as you watch. Left to right is where Westlake will go the first half of play. Cade Mankel with a step away three-pointer from 13 feet away. That one no good. But before the ball goes out of bounds, Preston Clark able to grab the rebound. Back to the top of the arc here to Nielsen. And Nielsen finds Cade Mankel for the easy layup. First two points are on the board for Westlake and they lead two to nothing. Now, Clark with an opportunity on the rotation. Already a quick shot from Will Harris at the top of the arc. That three-pointer is no good. Moat dribbles the ball across the timeline after the outlet pass there following the rebound on the missed shot. 
Moat with a crossover dribble, trying to drive in the lane. Steps back for a three-pointer, doesn't take it. Now gets it to the corner to K.J. Adams. Back and forth here. Three-point shot for K.J. That one no good. Rebound fought for by Preston Clark. Clark with the putback. Contact, but no foul. And the rebound is cleared out by Asunma. Asunma across the line as he dribble drives into the lane. Loses the ball. Diving for it is K.J. Adams at the top of the arc. Trying to not travel. Dishes the ball off to Preston Clark. True turnover there as now Moat operates with the basketball across the timeline. Back over to K.J. Adams. And K.J. operating, gets it down to Preston Clark. Dishes back out from the right wing. And Blake Nielsen drills the three-point shot. And the Shafts lead by five. 5-0 run to start here as Westlake looks like the more dominant team. Jordan Mason bringing the ball up here, trying to operate out of the half court. Kicks it over to the right wing. To Emolajo. Emolajo trying to get the ball into the interior. That one, good defense inside. Now transition opportunity as K.J. Adams tries to hit in stride Moat, who is streaking to the goal, and unfortunately just couldn't hang on to it. Tried to an extra pass because he was running out of real estate to Mankel on the right side. But the ball will go out of bounds. Last touch to defensively by Clark, as I believe Mason was able to tip the ball out of bounds momentarily. So the Westlake Chaparrales will keep the ball up five to nothing. Clark in their white uniforms. Clark in cursive across the front of the jersey. Trimmed in black and gold. 6.06 remains as we're two minutes in. Blake Nielsen trying to work around a K.J. Adams screen. Can't get to it. Preston Clark with a touch pass on the left wing to K.J. Adams. Adams trying to clear out. Isolation move here for Adams. Looking for the open player. Nobody there, so he pivots. Fires his way into the lane. That shot no good. He gets his own rebound, does K.J. Adams, and he puts it back. And the lead is 7-0 as K.J. gets his first basket of the night. Now Will Harris gives it back over to Jordan Mason. Mason now at the top of the arc to Emerlahu. Emerlahu trying to find Mason on the rotation. Starting to hold the basketball just a bit here. Now looking for the open shot. Mason relaxes the offense. Looking at the uh, zone defense here. Mason drives into the lane. Lays up as he fires off his back foot there. Hangs in the air. And that nice little fade jumper works for him. As Mason scores the first points for Clark. 7-2 with 5-10 to play. In the first quarter, Adams now kicks it over to Nielsen. Nielsen trying to drive baseline. Can't lose Mason. Now they shift it back over to Preston Clark. Back to Nielsen. Now they get it back up top here for K.J. Adams. Now an NBA range three-point shot for Cade Mankel as he stepped back and eyeballed that one. Just misses off the back iron. It was in the cylinder for a moment. That's a good look there by Mankel despite the distance. 4.43 remaining here. 7-2 lead for Westlake. Now at the comp of the arc is Will Harris. Harris gets it over to Emerlahu. Emerlahu trying to hand it off here to Whitlock. Dalen now driving through the double team. Hangs in the air. Puts up the shot. He's fouled. That's the game's first foul. So Westlake commits it. And it will go against Ian Moat. So Moat picks up the first personal foul. The first team foul for Westlake. And Whitlock will go to the line. Whitlock averaging just over nine points per ball game, and he rattles home the first free throw shot. For his point, his first point of the night, he'll have a second shot here. That's one thing that Westlake was able to do on Tuesday night to stay out of foul trouble. It was not necessarily a foul-ridden game as Whitlock adds the extra foul shot. And with that, now a three-point lead for Westlake as they, tr- they lead 7-4. to four. 
Mankle now trying to create some motion here. Gives it off to K.J. Adams. Adams uses his athleticism, stutter steps in the lane, puts up the shot, and it's good for K.J. Adams. He has four in the quarter. 9-4 Wesley back to a five-point lead as Jordan Mason hands the ball off to Emerlahu. Now gets it off to Will Harris. Harris spotting up for a 15-foot jumper. That one from the left side, no good as it rattles out of the rim. Now KJ on the right wing, thinking about driving. Here comes the double team. He kicks it off into the corner to Mankle. Mankle dribbles, and that one tipped out of bounds. Nice defense there by Dalen Whitlock as he closed the gap right there between him and Blake Nielsen to tip the ball out of bounds. Nielsen will inbound, gets it to KJ, back over to Nielsen. Nielsen at the top of the arc, dribbles with the right hand. Now Mankle up top. He head fakes for a three-pointer, drives, puts up the shot. The layup's no good with the right hand, and the rebound is cleared out by Asonma. Asonma across the timeline. Here comes the double team. Now he gets it over here to Harris. Will Harris now to the high post area to Dan, to Whitlock. Whitlock tries to hand it off to Harris. Harris doesn't have anywhere to go as K.J. Adams stepped right back in front of his avenue towards the basket. And this is what Clark does. They like to slow the pace. Mason taking his man off the dribble. He elevates, puts up the shot. That shot is no good, but he is fouled. Nice job on the crossover dribble from the left wing to get the penetration in the lane but he was fouled. And we'll have to see who that foul's on. It was on Preston Clark, so Clark picks up his first personal foul. And Mason makes his first free throw. Jordan Mason, just over 17 points per game, averaged by far the leading scorer on this ball club. And the first substitution of the ball game goes the way of Clark. Jacoby White, the 6'5", junior forward, averaging just over five and a half points as Mason connects with the second one. Now back to a three-point lead here for Westlake, 9-6. 3.18 to play here in the first quarter as Mankel dribble across the timeline, picked up defensively here by Asonma. Now back over to K.J. Adams. Adams looking for a Preston Clark screen, drives into the lane, takes on the triple team. He's fouled as he goes up for the shot. The shot well short as it was blocked out of bounds, but contact made. So the first team foul for Clark. And the foul will be called on Quinton Lorenz. Lorenz had just checked into the ball game. Preston Clark will check out, and it'll bring in Nakari Gahan. Gahan with five points, four rebounds against O'Connor. The 6'8 junior forwards checked into the ball game, as has Connor McManus. McManus, the 6'4 junior guard, had two points, a rebound, and a block against O'Connor as the first free throw was up and good for K.J., but he missed the second one. K.J. has five in the game, 10-6. The lead is four. Now Asonma gets it back to the top of the arc here as Jacoby White drives into the lane, and he picks up that extra pivot put, takes the extra step, but it's a traveling violation on Jacoby White. Two minutes, 50 seconds left here in the first quarter. Again, uneventful, but a 10-6 lead nonetheless as possessions will be very valuable here. Now the flash pass, now the lob from Ian Moat. Moat goes up into the lane and then just hands it off with a no-look pass to Gahan. Gahan goes up strong, but he is fouled in the process. And Gahan will go to the line to shoot two. And with that... Dalen Whitlock charged with his first personal foul. And Igehan, a 50% shooter during the regular season from the line, adds his first points as he makes that one. 
Nice job there by Nakari. 11-6 now. It's a five-point advantage. It's been as high as five. And now Igehan puts up the second shot. That one bricks off the front iron. Rebound cleared out here by Lorenz. Quinton dishes off to Jordan Mason. Mason comes across the logo, the Canyon Cougars. The interlocking red and black C. Now on the right wing here is Tomas Gomez. Gomez has checked in the ball game, and he hands it off to Jordan Mason. Mason drives the left side of the lane, and putting up the shot there from just inside the free throw line is Jason Asomna. That shot no good. Mankel gets it over to the right wing here to Moad. Moad dishes down low to Nakari. Nakari with the nice touch on the ball at the right block, and it is good as it falls in off the glass and back iron. Nakari Igehan delivers his first field goal, and a 30-second timeout's been called by Steve Silistine. Silistine with a 22-2 record. He's got his ball club 10-1, second in district. And uh, part of his philosophy is to reduce the amount of possessions in the game. You realize that there is a lot of half-court activity with the Clark Cougars. They are in no hurry at all to try to score baskets. They understand that they don't have the transition. They don't have the size. They do have the ability to be patient, and they play very good on the defensive end. It's a 13-6 lead, and what Clark wants to do, take the air out of the ball and com- and really make this a 1-2 to two possession game. And that's what they've been able to do throughout the playoffs. Again, we mentioned this at the top of the broadcast. In four playoff games, they've won those games by a total of five points. So now Mason met by Jaden Greathouse, who's checked into the back end of the ball game here. Now Mason trying to take Jaden off the dribble. The continuation of the shot for Mason is he's able to elevate and put up the shot off the glass. It falls. The whistle came before the ball left his hand, but in the act of shooting, Mason able to get that one to go. So Greathouse picks up the personal foul, and the and one is good for Jordan Mason, who has seven of the nine points. Greathouse over to K.J. Adams, who gets it over to McManus. McManus now gets it down low to Igehan. Igehan had his pocket pick. Mason trying to find an open man down court. Jacoby White and White able to get control of the basketball around the right block. Pivots, makes the shot just from the right block. Nice little fadeaway jumper there by Jacoby White. His first points, and it's 13-11. to Two-point deficit here for Clark, and now a step-back long two-point shot here as Gomez is into the front court after the miss by Moat. Gomez... Steps into the trees in the lane. Now they'll reset here as Mason thought about dribble driving and taking a shot, but he backed it off to Harris. Now Mason's got the ball back, and we've got 105 to play here in the opening quarter. Westlake leading 13-11. Mason's going to take Greathouse off the dribble. He drives right by him as Mason got skills in the half court as he's able to dribble drive and lay it in. The ball game is tied at 13. Greathouse hands it off to K.J. Adams. Adams bullying his way into the lane, and this is... A foul, and I believe it's going to be on Jacoby White, and that is the case. So White picks up his first personal foul, and KJ will go to the line. He is one of two on the evening, but we've got a tie game here in the Region 4 final. 13 all with 50.2 seconds remaining, and the first shot for KJ Adams is off the mark. Unfamiliar territory here for KJ Adams is. He is a 73% shooter during the regular season from the line. Uncharacteristic, but the second shot is up and no good, and that one is missed. But they call a lane violation on Clark, so they're going to have 
KJ reshoot that. So it looked like they called it on Will Harris. So that's a lane violation, and a second free throw shot is coming here. What would be a third free throw shot for KJ? couple of dribbles in the student section from Clark letting him hear about it, but K.J. able to connect. And he has six points in the game. The Westlake Chaparros lead by one, 14-13. Mason met by Greathouse in the backcourt. Now across the timeline, still Greathouse defending him. Back over to Will Harris. Will Harris trying to drive right by Connor McManus. Now they switch it back over to Mason. Mason and McManus staying right with him here in the zone defense at the top of the arc. Mason resetting. Now he's picked up defensively by Greathouse. Drives to the right side. Kicks it over to White. White with a crossover. And fakes one way. Outside, back to the top of the arc. No good for KJ as that shot's no good. KJ pulls down the rebound. Now in transition, gets it over to the right wing. Right wing pass here for McManus. McManus makes the ball go back over to the corner to Moat. Moat with a step-back three-pointer. That one is no good, but KJ Adams pulls down the rebound, and he scores. So Adams with tough offensive bucket here, and now a prayer just inside the logo at half court. Mason launches the shot. It's no good. And Westlake with that late bucket from K.J. Adams on the offensive board takes the lead 16-13 to into the second quarter. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shap app. Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. We welcome you back to live coverage as the second quarter begins. Blake Nielsen checked back into the ballgame, as has Cade Mankel. Nakari Gahan stays on the floor along with Moat and Adams. Now with the opportunity here for a three-point shot by Emmer Lahu on the left wing. That one is no good. Lob pass down to Moat. Moat trying to find numbers here as he gets it over to Mankel. Mankel to the corner to Nielsen. Nielsen with a three-point shot. That one no good. Harris now in transition. Gets it over to Jacoby White. Poking the ball away is Moat as he chases down the loose ball out of bounds. He actually runs right by his dad. Nice hustle move as I think Moat ended up into the annex, Jim, right behind us. Great hustle play there by Moat. It'll belong to Clark. Joe Taylor joining you live here on the Westlake Shap app. And the basket will be inbounded just to the left of the basket. Gets it back in, does Asonma. Asonma gets it over to Mason. Mason wanted a baseline pass there but didn't have it. The junior backs up, surveys the defense here for Westlake as he dribbles right in front of Robert Lucero. Now brings it to the top of the arc. He's going to drive in. That shot affected at the top by a Gahan, and the shot was missed. They did not call a goaltend as he got it on the way up. Just a tip by Gahan, and it goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Clark, and Mason will inbound. Mason clearly a little frustrated. Now... 
Just a touch pass in here to Emerlahu. Emerlahu into the post, spinning, heading to the basket, puts up the shot. That shot is no good. And Igehan comes down with the tough defensive board. KJ across the timeline from Nielsen. Look at a drive. Doesn't have help. Now gets it over to Moat. Moat with the right-handed dribble finds Mankel. Now Mankel to Nielsen in the corner. Crisscross the court over to the left wing to Moat. Moat driving to the baseline. Step back 12-footer. That one buried. Nice job there as he has a nice little stare into the student section. That's just a good baseline jumper right there by Mo. And that's his first points of the evening. 18 to 13, a five-point lead. It's been as high as seven. Mason dribbling. Now gets it into the high post here to White. Jacoby trying to find room. Doesn't have it in the high post. Now goes into the post move back out to Mason. Mason looking to pick up a Jacoby White screen. Now dribbles into the double team to the baseline. Doesn't have it. And he walked with the basketball. He picked up that pivot foot as traffic got tight in the corner. Nice defense there by Mankel. And that'll induce the turnover as KJ will inbound the basketball. 6.26 to play here in the half. Westlake with a five-point advantage, 18-13, and a low-scoring affair, and that's exactly what Clark wants out of this. Now K.J. dishes off to Moe. Moe back over to K.J. Cross-court pass over to Nielsen, open for a moment, but then Igari Gahan getting free on the left block, elevates with the left hand. Good look by Moat in the corner, and he picks up the assist, and just like that, Five points for Igehan. He matches his point total from O'Connor here with 5.57 to play in the first half. Now Harris trying to take Igehan off the dribble. Here comes the help. Nice inside pass between Nielsen and Igehan. And connecting there is Osunma. Osunma with his first bucket. That's an easy layup there. A nice recognition by Clark. Now KJ trying to do battle down low with Igehan. He gets the ball into the post. Turnaround shot no good, but contact all over the place. And Clark will pick up its fourth team foul. And that foul called on Will Harris. That's his first personal foul. And Igehan will go to the line. Igehan one for two from the free throw line. And he misses this one just off to the left. We thank all of you for joining us here live on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. A lot of broadcasters here as we are one of about four crews producing this game. So we thank you for choosing us, keeping it Westlake-centric for you. As Gahan puts up the second free throw shot, that one no good. Clark pulls down the rebound in the form of Will Harris. Harris gets it back over to Jordan Mason. Mason now over to the right wing here to Dalen Whitlock. Whitlock back to Emerlahu. Emerlahu loses the dribble momentarily, now gives it over to Whitlock. Whitlock trying to dribble it around. Nielsen can't do it, drives in the lane, kicks it over to the near left side, and that three-point shot by Dalen Whitlock is good. His first field goal, he has five points in the ballgame. Nice three, and that is the first made three-pointer for Clark, and they cut the lead down to two, 20-18 Westlake. Good feed from K.J. Adams down on the block, but it freed up Nielsen for an open three-pointer. That one no good, but Mankel gets the carom rebound. He gets it over to Moat. Moat from 15 feet away, fadeaway jumper on the step back. That one no good, but K.J.'s there for the putback. Another offensive board in Westlake. Moving right along here in their prowess down low on the offensive boards. 22-18, the lead back up to four. Mason with the basketball, gets it over to Harris. Harris against the Gahan here on the left wing. Dribbles down to the baseline, doesn't have any, picks up his dribble, lobs it back out to Asunma. Asunma will reset the half-court offense. 
Looking to the top of the arc to Mason. Mason trying to take Mankel off the dribble, and Gahan comes in, tries to strip the ball. He fires up a shot inside the free throw line, and that shot is off. Nielsen with the rebound. Mankel into transition, almost has the ball taken away from him. It's deflected right back to him by Mason. Mankel drives in, puts up the shot. It's good as he lets it roll off the right fingertips. Nice power move there by Mankel as he had Mason intercept his ball, but the tip came right back to him, and Mankel recognized that everybody was headed back towards Clark side of the court and he broke for the basket nice job there by Mankel as he is decisive with the basketball off that tip drives all the way down to the bucket and scores he has four points in the game and now Westlake with a six-point advantage 24 to 18 and a timeout called we will take it as well back in 30 seconds this is Westlake basketball when you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. We welcome you back to live coverage. Westlake and Clark, the Shafts leading 24-18 here in the Region 4 Final. Joe Taylor joining you live from Canyon High School here in New Braunfels. This was the site of the Region Semifinal for Westlake as they came down back from 10 points down in the fourth quarter for a 62-58 win over O'Connor in this gym. And the Cougars, much like Johnson before them, playing in a school with their mascot is the Cougars. So everywhere you look is Cougars, 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 and the Clark Cougars might feel at home, but right now they're down 24-18. Jacoby White with the basketball feeds Mason on the right wing. Mankel picks him up again defensively. Back out to Emerlahu, who had a moment there for a long NBA three-pointer, but he's going to drive. He gets KJ up in the air. KJ's not buying. He goes right back up and deflects that ball. Nice shot block there, and this time going up for the uh, basketball is Emmer Law, who got control of it after the rejection by KJ. Fired it up, and Nielsen went for the ball, and he was fouled. So it will be Westlake basketball, and the foul is going to be called. And I beg your pardon, it looks like they've, they've put up a foul for number 30, but there is no number 30. For Clark. So we're going to have to see who picked up that foul. I believe it was Osonma that elevated and tried to, to snag that ball, but we'll get that corrected. It's the fifth team foul for Clark. And now a sub's trying to come in, Quentin Lorenz. He's been briefly in the ballgame, 6'5", senior forward, averaging just over four points per ballgame. He's waiting at the scorer's table, and the officials are just trying to make things work here. It's Westlake basketball. They've and now they've corrected it. It is Asunma. He was the one that went up for the ball. That's his first personal foul. Fifteen foul is Preston Clark has checked back into the ball game. Ian Moat dribbling across the timeline. Gets it over to the right wing here to Nielsen. Nielsen now into the post to KJ. KJ met with a double team. Backs up to the three-point line. Now drives into the post. Turn around. No, he's not going to hit it. He's going to deliver it a pass to Preston Clark. Clark wide open in the corner and he nails it. So how about that? Step off the bench, get a three-point look, and drill it. The lead is 9, 27-18 here in the Region 4 final. 
3-11 left here in the first half. Now Asunma trying to dribble drive, doesn't have it, gives it over to Lorenz. Lorenz driving into the post, stops at the free throw line, bounce pass here to the left wing to Osonma. Osonma with the right-handed dribble is going to slow it down and give it out to Jordan Mason. Mason has not hit a point here in the second quarter, and there's inside three minutes to play in the half. Mason trying to take Preston Clark off the dribble. Gets up inside the free throw line about 10 feet away and drills it. Nice job there for getting separation after the dribble drive. Now on the other end, nice job here by Mo. Mo pressing the issue across the timeline, driving in hard, dishes it off to Preston Clark, and Clark connects. Nice dig by Mo out there as Clark has five points in back-to-back possessions. Now trying to work his way down the lane is Mason. Mason fires up a pass to the right wing. Chasing down the loose ball is Whitlock. Whitlock will reset here with 2.14 to play in the half. The lead, 29-20. to 20. Rifled pass here to Asunma. Asunma is going to try to dribble drive by Nielsen. Turnaround jumper's not there, so he dishes it off to Whitlock. Whitlock for three from the left wing. That one no good. Chasing down the offensive board is Asunma. Gives it over to Jacoby White. White elevating, puts up the shot. It's no good, but he's fouled. Foul's going to be called on Preston Clark. That's Clark's second personal foul. 149 to play here in the first half. And uh, Jacoby White will go to the line to shoot two. White has two points in the ballgame. And he misses the front end. Jordan Mason with 11 of the 20 points as Gahan checks in for Preston Clark, who has to sit here with two fouls. They want to keep him fresh. Gahan now takes over on the left block defensively here is Jacoby White. A trio of dribbles. Puts up the second free throw, and that one is good for Jacoby White. He has three points in the game. Back to an eight-point advantage here for Westlake. 29-21. to 21. Across the timeline goes Ian Moat, finds Nielsen. Nielsen just wide open, hanging out on the left corner. That one no good. It ricochets off of Quentin Lorenz, and he finally gets control over it as the ball came off hard on the front iron. Jordan Mason comes across the timeline. A quiet dribble. And now gets back over to Whitlock. Dalen trying to dribble drive in, working around the uh, tough defense as Harris now trying to cross up. Nielsen. And now resetting here is Dalen Whitlock. Whitlock trying to shake and bake around Moat. Doesn't have it. Now kicks it back over here to Mason. Mason waiting for his coach to dissect the defense and call a play. Now met here at the top of the arc, trying to work around him ankle screen. Doesn't have it. Picks up his dribble. Now he's in trouble. Dishes it back out to Harris. Harris now will find Mason, and we'll do it all over again. And this is part of the strategy. Reduce the amount of possessions and hold the basketball. Good defense here by Westlake. Now gets it back over to Whitlock. Whitlock back over to Harris. Harris inside 37 seconds to play here in the half. Trying to get by Moat. Doesn't have it. Now Nielsen picks him up in the zone. Drives to the baseline. Puts up the shot and somehow gets it over Nielsen. Kind of a wild shot there for Will Harris, but he gets it to fall as he drives in. Moat gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen driving baseline. Doesn't have it. Kicks it back out. Moat has time to take a dribble. Set for a three-point shot from the left wing. That one's no good. Harris into the front court. Across to Jacoby White. Inside 15 seconds to play in the half, and they'll work for the last shot. Mason now has 10 seconds. 29 to 23, the lead is six. It's been as high as nine. 
Mason trying to drive into the double team. Turnaround jumper. Fade away from 12 feet away. That one is good for Jordan Mason, and it's basically at the buzzer. So with that, what was a nine-point lead has been erased. Back-to-back buckets in possessions. And it's playing into the hands of Clark. But Westlake with the four-point lead at the break, 29 to 25. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shap app. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters. And with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake owned and operated so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your work. Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology provides mental health care and sports psychology services in West Austin. APCP is owned and operated by Dr. Mike Johnson, a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas. Dr. Johnson has worked with elite college student-athletes at the University of Arkansas and Kansas State University, as well as with U.S. Special Forces. Whether you're a student-athlete looking to improve your confidence or a professional experiencing career challenges, make an appointment today at austinperformancepsych.com. That's Austin Performance PSY. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. 29 to 25, your halftime score. Westlake with a four-point advantage. It's been as high as nine. Want to bring back the pregame thoughts of Robert Lucero. I know a lot of you tuned in just as that interview was concluding. Want you to hear what uh, the uh, the head coach for Westlake men's basketball program is thinking coming into a ball game and of course how they've handled practice with the barn burning four games that happened in a week in this very rushed 2020-2021 playoff edition but Westlake awaiting the winner of Summer Creek and Atascacita of course Westlake and Clark awaiting the winner that's the region three final matchup on the other side of the bracket but before the game I caught up with Robert Lucero here are his thoughts now Visiting with the head men's basketball coach at Westlake High School, Robert Lucero, on the precipice of a region final. And again, obviously the first time you've been here in a couple of years. But you look at this opportunity again as one of preparation. And with preparation, COVID-19 protocols, all of the unfamiliar things that have gone on this season has kind of prepared you for this moment where you have to stay in the moment because there's no choice. Is that what you've been telling your team this week? Yeah, and you know, you work very hard and you do you know so many different things different schedules sacrifice certain things uh to have a season and then to get here and so now you just uh you know you got to enjoy it but at the same time uh you know make the most of it and um you know these games when you get down to then um the regional finals and the end of the season there's going to be teams that are just uh, satisfied with you know getting to the fifth round and then there's going to be teams that uh, wanted to keep it going and so you know part of that tonight will be uh you know which team wants to continue to play next week we take a look at uh, what happened at the fourth quarter of uh, Tuesday night's region semifinal. And I think all of us kind of got lost in the fact that you guys made a surge late coming down, uh, back, coming back from 10 points. Obviously, that's a huge accomplishment. But what did you learn about your team on Tuesday night that you maybe didn't know before tonight's region final? Well, uh, I guess in that game, we learned that we, when we needed to uh, change the tempo defensively, uh, that we actually did a pretty good job of it. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to do that tonight. O'Connor was uh, really uh, a half-court team. They play so well in the half-court. Um, but we have practiced it. 
for a couple reasons. You know, we thought maybe we'd get into a playoff game or something down the road where somebody would hold the ball and try to stall. So we had some trapping stuff uh, put in for that. And then, you know, once a week when you practice the trapping stuff, well, then that also is practicing your offense versus the trapping. So even if we felt like, well, I don't know if we're getting any better at the trapping, uh, we always felt like we were getting a little bit better at uh, holding the ball at the end of the game and taking on the traps and getting a good shot. So, um, you know, we put when, when you put everybody together, I thought they did a good job using their length the other night to try to get deflections and then um, on the other side get to the rim, not set up for threes and, and get us back in the game. And it's that extra pass that we've seen over the last couple of games, obviously the close game with Johnson until late and then the extra passes that we saw the other night. And really, you know, I'm going to brag on a guy that, that doesn't get to touch the whole ball, that doesn't get to touch the ball a whole lot on the offense aside because he is there for really uh, you know to, to grab rebounds especially on the offensive side but Preston Clark's court vision is something that we've seen really elevate in the playoffs and he had probably three of the biggest assists of his career when you when you really think about that extra pass and just how unselfish this basketball team is it really points to little moments inside those big moments you know I, I look at that last play where KJ was able to bring the ball up kick it over to Mo in the corner and then immediately into the high post you had that recognition from Preston Clark that his teammate was open down low to take the lead. Yeah, I think it's one of the advantages to uh, the guys that we have in, in our program, not just on the varsity, but even lower levels. Uh, you have a bunch of guys that have good size like Preston, who have, but he has good guard skills. Uh, but for us, we ask him to guard the post and play down low and do some of those things. Uh, but he still has the ability to handle the basketball, to make passes. Uh, KJ, you know, very similar in size, uh, a little bit bigger, but he does the same things. And, uh, you know, Nakari, if we needed him to, could also do some of those things. And so I think uh, that allows us to be a little bit more versatile uh, where everybody on the floor can be a playmaker for somebody else versus you just have one or two guys that make plays for everybody. Let's talk about Jordan Mason. Obviously, he is the focal point offensively when it comes to Clark's offense. This is a team that has been in some barn burners, some last-minute uh, games. In fact, buzzer beater on Tuesday night to get here. They beat Bowie. Obviously, that's a – in. It, you look at their entirety of four playoff games, and the point differential is pretty pretty significant. Only five points. Five. So they've been in some close games and some close games late where they've been in survival mode. That is a dangerous team uh, no matter what time of year it is. That is something that I know that you're looking at as far as their ability to hold the ball and play good defense. Yeah, and they have a good point guard who uh, can handle the basketball and take on a lot of pressure. They have a good coach on the sideline that can call what they need to call it to get them into whatever that they, they see the matchup. But then they're, they have guys on the floor also uh, similar to what we were just talking about. Uh, they might not be six foot seven, you know, might be six three, six four, and they play inside out, but they can make plays for um, and shoot the basketball from the perimeter. Uh, so, uh, you know, a good team uh, in that sense. And they control tempo very well. Uh, the way they play offensively helps them on the defensive end also. Um, so they played a lot of tight games in the playoffs. Final thought, we talked about this at the end of the game, but there was moments where you knew your season was in jeopardy. I think people looked at that 10-point deficit and went, wow, we might be at the end of this road and how unfortunate that would be for some of these seniors. But I'd like to know how they've handled that adversity 
both in the moment and how they've led to led in practice because you've had a couple of extra days and I think that's significant having not only the break but when you play you know four games in seven days that is a taxing on a basketball team that was off for a week because of snowpocalypse yeah what have the seniors done mentally to kind of reinforce the leadership and, and now that they have that experience of that region semifinal behind them but they do a good job of communicating to one another in games prior to games in practice, you know, in the group text, whatever it may be, to focus one another. Um, but um, yesterday in practice was probably the first time, uh, you know, my days are all mixed up, but that was Thursday. So, you know, Wednesday we went very light. Thursday uh, was probably uh, more of a normal day before game practice. We hadn't had one of those in a very long time. Uh, and everybody came into practice to get better that day. And that was, you know, so I, I think defensively, we had not played as well as we had played, um, you know, the second round of district. And, and some of that is you're just trying to make sure that you can get to the next game and you have some juice for the next game. And so you have to cut back some stuff. But since we had, you know, the Sunday off, then Monday, uh, you know, you had a day before game practice game. Wednesday was very light. Well, now Thursday we amped it up and uh, they all practiced really hard like they wanted to win today. So, you know, it wasn't just the seniors. It was kind of like everybody on the team. So hopefully they'll carry over into the game today. He's Robert Lucero, the head men's basketball coach here at Westlake. As always, thanks for the time and good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown. With over 250 new BMWs in stock, plus a great selection of certified BMWs, you'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMW of South Austin whether you're watching football, hanging at the tailgate, or playing around to golf, you want to look sharp. That's why we've partnered with Cricket Shirts. And according to co-founder Billy, he's all about keeping it Austin. I mean, if there ever was a city that sort of captured the spirit of the 19th hole, it's Austin, Texas. And if there's anything that ever like kind of captured the spirit of community, it's Texas high school football. And co-founder Hobson Brown agrees it's the perfect shirt for all occasions. Yeah, it's a shirt you can wear uh, on the course. It's a shirt you can wear in the boardroom. And it's a shirt you can wear to the football game on a Friday night. Find your design at cricketshirts.com. We welcome you back to live coverage here as we take a look at some of the first half stats prior to uh, the start of the second quarter. Or excuse me, the second half. Uh, Clark shot 47% from the field. They made 8 of 17 shots, just 1 of 2 from beyond the arc. Picked up 11 rebounds and 2 assists. Westlake as a team shot 48% from the field on 10 of 16 shooting. They were 2 of 9 from beyond the arc. 3 of 9 from uh, the uh, charity stripe. And uh, pick up 13 rebounds, six of those on the offensive side, six assists and one steal. It'll be the starting five for both teams to start things off. Whitlock, Harris, Mason, Emerlahu, and Asonma for uh, Clark. And now K.J. Adams operating with the basketball, chases down the loose ball in the lane, puts up the shot. That one's no good, but Preston Clark is there for the putback. Clark having a whale of a game offensively as he had five points in the first half, and he picks up the uh, second half's first field goal here on the first possession. He has seven points in the game. Three-point shot coming here for Emerlahu from the left wing. That one no good. Rebound now fought for, and Harris able to put up the floater. That one's no good, but Asonma is there for the putback. He has four points of the game, 31-27. to 27. 
Now KJ at the top of the arc as Westlake in the navy blue uniforms now moving right to left. Nielsen freed up for a long three-pointer. That one off the corner of the uh, iron, and Harris pulls down the rebound. Mankel, Adams, Moat, Nielsen, and Clark on the floor here for Westlake as they start things off, and they're up four, 31-27. to 27. Now Mason back up to Emerlahu. Emerlahu with a left-handed dribble, hands off to Whitlock. Whitlock at the top of the arc, gets it back over to Emerlahu, trying to drive baseline, doesn't have it, kicks it back out to Mason. Jordan with a crossover dribble, trying to drive in the lane, hangs there. That shot rejected by Mankel. It got all the ball, but he tipped his hand. Are they going to call a jump ball or a foul? We'll have to see. And they have not put up... They have not put up the foul, so this looks like it'll be called a jump ball. So good news there for Westlake, but the ball touched out of bounds and tipped out of bounds. Now Whitlock with the basketball trying to make a move around a screen here by Emerlahu at the top of the arc. Drives in. It frees up Emerlahu for a three-point shot from the left wing. That one no good. Nielsen chases down the rebound. Gets it back over to Moat. Moat comes across the timeline. Moat. Uh, behind the back dribble, hands it off here to K.J. Adams, drives down the right side of the lane. That one almost picked off from him, but he's able to get the control of the basketball. A touch pass to the left wing to Mankel. Mankel, a cross-court pass to Clark. Driving in is Moat as Clark tips it in, drives down the right side of the lane, and he's fouled. He's fouled on the floor, and it'll, the foul will be on Jordan Mason. That is his first personal foul. And the first team foul here for Clark. Mankel with four points on two of four shooting. Blake Nielsen with three points. Now the lob pass from Preston Clark down low, going up hard. Here is K.J. Adams. Adams throws down the two-handed tomahawk dunk. And an emphatic start to his second half as K.J. Adams throws down the dunk. The shot on the other end by Clark by Emerlahu, and he is fouled. Count the shot as the bucket fell in transition. And he was fouled by Preston Clark. And that's his third personal foul. So Preston in a bit of a foul trouble here as Emerlahu has scored the basket. His first field goal of the ball game, and the and one is missed. KJ launches the pass here to Nielsen. Nielsen back up top to KJ Adams. Adams looking to drive on Emerlahu. Doesn't have it. Now backs up. Moves to the right wing. Finds Moat. Moat thinks about dribble driving, now retreats, back to the top of the arc, works around to K.J. screen, fires up a three-pointer, that one no good, the tip by K.J. no good, a fight for the rebound, and this is last touched by Adams. So it will be Clark basketball, and a substitution's coming in, it's Jacoby White coming right back in the game. I mentioned Mankel with four points, Nielsen with three on that made three-pointer, Nakari Gahan with seven points, he is three of three shooting, one of four from the line, K.J. Adams with eight points in the ballgame on three of four shooting, two of five from the line for K.J. Now, now here's a steal by Mankel on the other end on the pass to Mason. Mankel wide open, goes in for the left-handed finish, and he finishes with ease on that steal and score. So Mankel with six points, his first bucket of the second half, 35 to 29, Westlake with the lead here with 5.03 to play in the third quarter. Emerlahu gets it over here to the junior guard Mason. Mason picked up here defensively by Mankel. He stays right in front of him as he tries to drive baseline. Gets it back out to Emerlahu. Emerlahu at the top of the arc. Takes a dribble. Now gets it back over to Mason. Inside five minutes to play. Coming loose there is Whitlock and that ball, that shot is rejected by Egehan and he takes away the basketball. Over to KJ. Into the corner now. A three point shot from Mankel. That one no good. And right now the size of Westlake 
is a big, big problem for Clark. An impressive block and steal as Quentin Lorenz checks in for Emerlahu. As the ball was last touched by Mason, Mo will inbound. At the top of the arc here to KJ. Frees up Nielsen. Nielsen down low to Egehan. Egehan draws the double team, puts up the shot. It's no good with the right hand, but he's fouled. Hit tough, tough basketball underneath the rim right now as KJ, along with Egehan, making everything very difficult on Clark on both ends of the board. The foul called on Jacoby White. That is his second personal foul, the second team foul for Clark. So Igehan goes to the line, and the first one is missed. Igehan was one of four from the free throw line, has three rebounds in the first half. KJ mentioned him with eight points. So KJ Adams with eight points. In the ballgame, now 10. Bounce pass into the high post here from Mason to Jacoby White. White gets it back out. Now trying to work around a screen. Drives baseline. Trying to go big by Gahan. Doesn't have it. Pass now into White. Kicks it back out to the left wing. Asona thought about a three. Instead drives into the lane. Pulls up inside the free throw line. Good shot there by Asona. He has his second bucket here of the third quarter. It's 31-36. to 36. So again, Igehan missed both of those free throws. Now KJ on the other end, driving into the lane. That shot no good. Lots of contact. His rebound, the putback, not good. But he is fouled. Right there, there were four Clark Cougars around the basketball, and KJ just willing his way in the air to try to tip that back in. And on the way back up on the second offensive board, he was fouled. And the foul is on Asunma. Asunma, second personal foul, third team foul here with 3.53 to play in the third quarter. And K.J. rips the nylon with the first free throw. K.J. with three points in the quarter. As K.J. Adam had eight points on a three of five shooting. Second shot for K.J. is up and good. He has four points in the quarter. And 12 points in the ballgame. 38-31, to 31, your score. 3.45 to play. The lead is 7. Now Whitlock gets it back over to Jacoby White. White trying to make some space for Mason. He picks up his dribble, looking to hand it off to Asunma. Asunma trying to dribble drive. Now kicks it back over to calm the offense down here on the half court. Mason looking to work around to... A white screen, can't do it. Now dribble driving into the paint. Turnaround jumper, that one is no good. Offensive board, tipped, but it's no good. Nice job there by White trying to follow his own shot, but KJ pulls down the rebound. Now KJ into the post here to Akari Gahan. Goes through the double team, puts up the shot. It's no good. He gets his own rebound on the other side on the right block. He went from the left block to the right block before scoring. Nice job there on the effort down low, and a timeout's going to be called here by Clark. It's a 40-31 to 31 advantage now. Back up to a nine-point lead. It's a 30-second timeout, so we will keep it here as Westlake leads 40-31 to 31 with 3.04 to play in the third quarter. Mentioned uh, Nakari Gahan in the first half. He played nine minutes, scored seven points, three of three shooting, along with three rebounds. Ian Moat Snagged two points on just one of five shooting, one of three inside the arc, 0 for 2 from beyond the arc, but playing very well as three assists 
as he's dished out the basketball. Preston Clark had five points in the first half on two of three shooting, one of two inside the arc, and of course he made that big three-pointer. He also has three rebounds and an assist. And Connor McManus, along with Jaden Greathouse, have played a total of five minutes. Again, not significant there, really defensive purposes. As trying to give Mankel and Nielsen some opportunities to rest as McManus has checked back into the ball game now for the first time here in the second half. Mason will dribble across the timeline. Off the timeout, there are three minutes left in the third quarter, and they trail by nine to Clark. Trying to work on K.J. Adams. That shot rejected by Igehan as he fought through the double team. He put up the shot with the left hand, and Mason had it rejected all the way into the Clark cheerleading pit, which is on the side opposite of the court right to the right of the bench. Impressive deflection there. And another block there by Igehan as this time he gets up in the air, and Asonma puts up the initial shot. That shot blocked. He was able to retain possession of the basketball, put up the shot. His head fake got Nakari up in the air, and Igehan picks up his first personal foul. Osunma made the bucket. He has six points, looking to add the and one, and he does. He has seven points in this third quarter, and the lead down to six. 40-34 to 34 as Moat comes in with the left-handed dribble. Drives towards the left side. Doesn't have it. Touch pass up to Igehan. Igehan finding K.J. Adams. He goes up and throws it down with the right hand. Another emphatic dunk by K.J. Adams. And he has six in the quarter. 42-34. to 34, Back up to an eight-point lead here for Westlake. Emerlahu gets it over to the right wing here to Mason. Jordan trying to make a move here. Mason with a crossover dribble, hangs in the lane. That shot is no good. A foul's going to be called. We'll have to see who the foul is on. He said the foul was on Mankel, and it was away from the basket. So the foul occurred on the floor, and that's Mankel's first personal foul. As White checks in or excuse me, White checks out, Harris checks in, along with Quentin Lorenz is, for a moment, Whitlock is out of the ballgame, along with Jacoby White. So Mason will inbound here, his team trailing by 8, 42-34, to 34, off the Mankel foul, lob pass out to Harris, he's able to collect it over his shoulder, now he begins his dribble just inside the uh, interlocking seas for the... Uh, Canyon Cougars here in New Braunfels. Emerlahu over to the left wing. Crossover dribble into the lane. Puts up the shot. The scoop shot is good between KJ and Nakari. And Emerlahu scoring his first or second bucket of the ball game. And his second bucket here in the third quarter. 42-36. to 36. Six-point advantage here. Mankel on the left wing. Gets it back up to McManus. McManus trying to operate. Moves it back over to Mankel on the right wing. Mo waiting patiently. Now kicking it into the corner to McManus is Mankel. Now gets it over to Nakari Gahan. Gahan with the turnaround jumper in the post. That's no good. McManus wide open for a three-point shot. KJ finds him. That one no good. Mason comes down the rebound, and then it's a jump ball as McManus came in from the blind side and tried to pick the pocket of Mason. He got both his hands on it. Happened right in front of me, about eight feet away, folks, and McManus went right for the basketball as Mason had it in his hands. No contact on the player and the jump ball. Possession arrow awarded to Westlake. Hustle player there by McManus. McManus freed up in the corner from Moat. Now trying to get it into a Nakari. Gahan backs in on the post-up move from the right block and scores. Nakari Gahan with four points in the quarter. 
44 to 36. Back up to an eight-point advantage. Mason with 105 to play in the third quarter. Trying to work around a ankle screen. He's just going to stop and pop it at the top of the arc for a three-point shot, and it is good. Nothing but net for Jordan Mason. That is first field goal, though, and it comes with less than a minute to play here in the third quarter of the second half. Now Mankel gets it over to KJ. KJ looking at cross-court pass. It's a low pass. Moat fakes the pass to the right wing, takes the three-point shot, and it's good for Ian Moat. Big-time three-pointer with 30 seconds to play in the third quarter. 47-39. to 39. Now Harris thought about a three-pointer, gets it back over to Emerlahu. Final 20 seconds as they dribble through a double team, trying to create space, doesn't have it. Back up to Mason at the top of the arc. The three by Mason answered by a three by Moad. So 47-39, your score. Crossover dribble here for Mason, trying to angle for the last shot. Contact made, and I believe that is a foul on Mankel. It's a reach-in foul. Mankel's palms up, can't believe it. As Mason just kind of crossed him up momentarily, there was brief contact, and it is his second personal foul. Three team fouls for Clark, four for Westlake. Emerlahu on the catch and shoot for a three-pointer. That one no good. Nakari Gahan gets the rebound, but there's not enough time for McManus to try to toss up a prayer. So we've played three quarters, folks, and Westlake leads 47-39. to We'll be right back after this timeout for the fourth quarter. This is Westlake Basketball. On game day, go for the win with Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Going, touchdown. Stack your roster with delicious, hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce. Huddle up with crispy, crinkle-cut fries, coleslaw, and buttery Texas toast. And top it all off with freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Does downtime of your IT infrastructure equal lost money for your company? Tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000-square-foot purpose-built facility is carrier-neutral, offering both retail and wholesale co-location options on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with services to match. Westlake family-owned and operated. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location and schedule a tour at datafoundry.com. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball, only on the Westlake Shap app. Joe Taylor joining courtside here as Harris will inbound to Mason. It'll be uh, Quentin Lorenz along with Al Emerlahu now driving in. Down the right side of the lane is Jason Asonma. Kind of puts up an awkward shot, but he drills it. And it's still just a six-point lead, 47-41. to 41. Trying to dribble drive in is K.J. Adams. Adams driving towards the lane, puts up the shot, rolls it off his fingertips, and it's good for K.J. His first points of the fourth quarter. He has eight points in the second half, 16 points in the ballgame. Now Harris back over to Osonma. Osonma trying to cross up McManus, drives to the lane. The reverse layup's no good. Igehan pulls down the rebound. Into Mankel on the outlet across the timeline in front of the scorer's table. Now stops on the right wing, finds Igehan. Igehan streaks his way to the lane and picks up the shot. Nice pick up there from the right wing as Nakari Igehan gets his first bucket of the fourth quarter. He has six and a half. 
And it's a 10-point lead for Westlake, 51-41. to Now kicking it over to the right side. A three-point shot for Asunma, and it is up and good. Five points in the quarter on back-to-back possessions, and just like that, a 10-point lead is now a 7-point lead. Mankel getting into Akari. Igehan's going to back in, lower his shoulder, and he's going to pick up an offensive foul on Igehan. And Igehan, with that foul, picks up his second personal foul on the offensive side. And it looks like Emerlahu is okay. He took the working end of that one as Dalen Whitlock will check back into the ballgame. Quentin Lorenz will take a seat, 51-44. to 44. It's a six-point advantage here for Westlake. They have led the entire way since tip-off. Inbound in the basketball is Harris. He gets it over to Whitlock. Whitlock operating the point. Across the timeline in front of the scorer's table, in front of his own bench, trying to cross up Moat. Doesn't lose him on that as they move the ball over to Harris. Harris over to Asumno, who's got the hot hand here in the fourth quarter. Cross-court pass here to... Uh, Emerlahu, and he can't chase it down. It's an errant pass, so an unforced error there for Clark. And they turn the basketball over in a six-point game. Excuse me, seven-point game. 51-44 to your score as Moat calmly walks the ball across the timeline here. Works to the right side. Looking to find Mankel. Now Igehan at the top of the arc. Mo trying to clear it out. Finds the right wing, K.J. Adams with a three-point shot. That one no good. Mason pulls down the rebound. Jordan across the timeline. He stops inside six minutes to play in regulation. Harris with a between-the-leg dribble. Igehan's not buying it. Now he dribble drives, trying to get his man off his feet. Gets it back over to the corner to Sumna. Back over to the left wing. And now they'll reset with Harris as Mason hands it off. They're not afraid of this half-court offense and holding the basketball. They've had the... Largest lead of the night, and they erase it almost immediately. Here's an NBA three-pointer. That one off the left iron, no good. Not even close for Emerlahu. Now KJ into the front court. Cross-court pass over to Mankel. Mankel with a wide-open three-point shot from the corner, and Mankel drills it. Nice job there as he called for the ball, and KJ found the open man. Mankel with five points in the half. He has nine in the ball game. Now Mason trying to drive. Mankel pokes the ball away. Now the ball's loose on the floor. Coming back towards the Westlake side. KJ dr- covers it up, covers it up, and looking for a jump ball. The possession arrow should belong to Westlake, and it is. Nice hustle play there as Mankel, after making the three-point shot, went back immediately. And when the ball came across the timeline, tipped it away, and then the ball went loose. Nice job there by not only Mankel, but Moe to tip it down as he went to the floor, and then K.J. Adams sacrificing his body as well. Substitution here as Tomas Gomez checks into the ballgame, the 5'9 senior guard. So it's Gomez, Mason, Whitlock, Emerlahu, and Harris on the floor here for Clark along with Gomez. Now Mankel back over to Nakari Gehan, lob pass, and that shot actually <laughs> it was actually a pass to K.J. that it kissed off the rim and rolled around the cylinder. And going for the rebound was Dalen Whitlock. And uh, he was last to touch it, so Westlake will keep possession here. It's a 10-point advantage, 54-44 to on that three-point make by Mankel. Checking back into the ballgame here is uh, Jacoby White. Inbound pass to K.J. Adams. Adams looking to take on. Now he stops at the top of the arc, fires up a three-point shot, and K.J. drills it. Five points in the quarter for K.J. He has... 21 points in the ballgame. Largest lead, Westlake by 13, 57-44. to 
Back to the top of the arc to Emerlahu. Emerlahu with a left-handed dribble. Hands it off to Mason. Mason driving against Mankel. Mankel puts up the good defense there. Contact, but no foul. Mason puts up the shot. It's no good. Trying to kick around an offensive rebound, and the last to touch it was Clark. So it'll be Westlake basketball. Good defense there by Mankel as he stayed in front. Kind of took a shot on the shoulder. On the shoulder as Mason drove in. You can see him kind of rubbing his shoulder there, but incidental contact. And there now the officials are actually going to award possession to Westlake. As they say, Westlake was the last to touch it. Harris checks back in after a brief stint on the bench. Mason looking to inbound here, looking for Whitlock, finds him on the baseline. Now trying to post up, drags across the lane and resets in the half-court offense as he backs out. Now Whitlock trying to dribble drive, gets down to the post to White. Jacoby now finds Harris. Harris is wide open for a three-point shot from the left wing. That one no good. Working for the rebound is McManus, and McManus tries to chase it down, but the last to touch it, Gomez for Clark. And the basketball will belong to Westlake. Moat with a slow dribble as we've got 4.05 left in regulation. Largest lead of the evening, 13 points, 57 to 44. Now into the paint goes K.J. Adams. Adams now feeds the right block. Nakari with a head fake, finishes at the rim, and that shot is good for Nakari Gahan. He has eight points and a half. 59 to 44. 15 point advantage here for Westlake as the Shaps are starting to run away with this one. An opportunity to make state. Now Mason driving in, taking on the double team. Puts up the floater from 12 feet away. That one no good. Gahan with the rebound. Now gets it outlet to McManus. McManus over to Mankel, and Mankel will calm down. Get it back to McManus. Back to Mankel. Now over to Moat. Moat with the basketball, and he's going to hold it and wait for Gomez. Moat calling the play here as the winningest basketball player in Westlake program's history. Tries to work it over to K.J. Adams. Adams trying to drive in. Feeds Nakari Gahan. Gahan going up for the dunk, and he got fouled from behind. Nice job there by White as Jacoby got in the middle of that attempt to throw down the ball from the 6'8 junior forward and took the basketball out of his hands as he went up. It's a foul nonetheless on Jacoby White. That is his third personal foul, and Igehan will go to the line. 59-44, to 15-point advantage, and the front end of Igehan's two shots is missed. Second shot is forthcoming here is... Gahan's second effort hits the front iron and falls through. Gahan checks out. Preston Clark and Blake Nielsen check back in as McManus takes the seat as well. 16-point advantage here for Westlake. Largest lead of the night. Three minutes to play. 60-44. to 44. Now Harris on the left wing here for Clark. Gets it back up to the top of the arc to... Uh, Jacoby White. White trying to drive. Elevates. Puts up the shot. Nice job there athletically to get to the rim as White converts on his first field goal. He has five in the game. 60-46. to 46. It's a 14-point advantage. Westlake trying to clinch here. 30 minutes after we tipped off. Summer Creek and Atascacita tipped off. So this game will be over before that game. Moat just trying to protect the basketball and waste some time here. Trying to stall. Forcing... At some point, Clark will have to foul. 
Moat picks up his dribble, gets it to the top of the arc to Nielsen. Now back over to KJ. KJ picked up by Harris. 2.13 to play here. Now KJ makes the move, dishes off to Nielsen. Nielsen gets it back over to Moat, and this is the 2021 version of four corners. They do it on the half court with no shot clock. Now the pass goes down low to KJ, and that pass is errant. It's a turnover. Now Mason into the front court. Mason pops for three. That one no good. Clark goes up for the rebound, tips it over to Nielsen. And Moat will take control of the basketball, met by Gomez in the backcourt. One minute and 45 seconds remain, and the Westlake Chaparrales looking to make their second-ever trip to the state tournament. Mankel into the high post. Now back up to Moat. They'll start chasing him down here. We'll have to see if Clark will even think about fouling. And now they start with one and a half minutes left, and the reach-in foul on Harris will send Nielsen to the baseline in front of his own bench, or should say the sideline. And he'll inbound the basketball next to the scoring table right in front of Robert Lucero. 40 to 60 to 46. And the inbound pass to Moat. He's fouled. And one more foul, and we're shooting free throws the rest of the way. 60 to 46 with 91 seconds left here in the Region 4 final. Mankel takes the inbound and now reaching foul on Mason. So Gomez picks up his first personal foul. And now Mason picks up his second, and that will send Mankel to the line to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. So Westlake into the bonus here is Mankel. Good for a 71% free throw shooter throughout the regular season. Moat getting taped up here briefly, reassessing. The expectation is is that Mankel is going to hit the front end of this one-and-one opportunity. He puts up the shot. That one is good as it slices through the nylon there as... Mankel has four points in the quarter and six points in the half, ten in the ballgame. Second shot for Mankel is up and good as he buries that one. 62-46, to 46, back up to a 14-point advantage as Emerlahu's got caught in the corner. Now back over to Mason. Mason trying to drive by Mankel. He elevates through the triple team. The reverse layup is no good, but he's fouled. The foul's going to be called on Ian Moat. Moat picks up his second personal foul. 118 to play here in regulation, but Mason going back to the line. Mason with one field goal here in the second half as he had a three-pointer in the third quarter. And they're going to say that that foul was on the floor, and it happened before Mason elevated. So they are not going to send him to the line to shoot two. It's just a regular foul on the floor. Emerlahu hands off to Mason on the left wing. Now back up to Emerlahu at the top of the arc. Picks up his dribble, resets here to Mason. Final 105 to play. As Mason drives, puts up the shot, it's no good. Rebound fought for momentarily as Nielsen clears it out. Bounce pass from Mankel over to Clark, over to KJ. Final minute. Now going for the steal is Whitlock. Clark is able to... Keep his hands on it. Gives it over to Moat, and the reach-in foul is going to be called on Jason Asunma. Third personal foul for Asunma. And that'll be free throws here for Mo. Ian Moat, we mentioned the all-time winningest player starting all four years for Robert Lucero as the senior point guard looking to wrap up his senior season with a state championship run here as he drills the first one. Moe's has been in a situation where he really hasn't had to be the focal point offensively. He takes his shots when he has it, but using his defensive skills, his ball handling, and his athleticism to really become 
a havoc on the defensive side of the ball, and he buries the second one. Five points in the half, seven in the game, as Westlake on the one-and-one one are four of four from the charity stripe. It is now a 64-46 to 46 advantage. Westlake with an 18-point lead with 52 seconds to play. Looking to punch their ticket to the state tournament for the second time in school history. Last time they did it was against Lake Travis and Preston Clark as Emerlahu drove down the left side of the lane. He puts up the shot with the left hand, and Clark rejects it out of bounds. And a bit of a line change here for Clark as they realize the inevitable. They put in some of the seniors. We see Dom Soto, the 5'7 senior guard, into the ballgame. Bryson Schultz, the 5'10 senior guard, along with Emerlahu. Also into the ballgame now is Muhammad Asi and Hayden Echelbaum. So a number of the seniors getting an opportunity to play their final 40 seconds of their high school career here in the Region 4 final. Alec Perez also in the game as well. He'll inbound as they take everybody out. Jordan Mason, the junior on this squad, he's played his last moments here. As we see a number of players come in for Westlake as well, including Diego Schleppe along with Jaden Greathouse. Also into the ball game is Michael Bustamante for Westlake. Bustamante on the floor with Preston Clark, Schleppe, Nielsen, and Greathouse. Now driving to the lane. Putting up the shot here is Eichelbaum. That shot no good. He gets the rebound, though. And Clark pulls it down with Muhammad Asi. And the shot is up and good. Nice job there by Muhammad Asi as he pulls down two points. And this should do it. Final 10 seconds as Greathouse dribbles it out here for Westlake. It's a 64-48 lead. Westlake watches the final moments tick off the clock. And for the second time in school history, Westlake is headed to the Final Four in 6A. Looking for an elusive state title that the program has never won. But now they are one away from the state championship game. They will play the winner of Atascacita and Summer Creek. That game tipped off about 45 minutes ago. We'll have to see who the opponent will be. But we know the other half, the champion out of Region 4, the Westlake Chaparrells, with a 64-48 win over Clark. We'll hear from head coach Robert Lucero right after this. Quick timeout. Again, Westlake victorious as they win the Region 4 championship. We'll be right back after this timeout. This is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. Choosing the right bank for your business or project can be a challenging decision. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Plains Capital Bank, member FDIC.
We're here with Robert Lucero, Joe Taylor, joining you live at the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com, 64-48 for the second time in program history. Westlake has won Region 4. Coach, congratulations. Really was never in doubt. There were some moments in the first and second quarter where you really start to see the way Clark plays. And with a four-point advantage, you thought, okay, Clark's going to be – we have to set the tone. What was your note coming out of the locker room? What was? What did you have to do in the third quarter in your yeah, mind? We had to play inside out. So we, we felt like we could get some threes. Uh, but we also have a big advantage with KJ, uh, Nakari, and P at the rim. And so we had to make sure we were getting in there. And I'm, I'm not, I, I, I can never keep up with points, but I, I don't know how many points Nakari had uh, around the basket or KJ. Um, but we just had to make sure we got the ball in there. And then once the ball gets there, uh, you know, those guys are very unselfish and, and uh, they'll, they'll throw it the other direction for threes if they double. So I'll just go ahead and tell you because uh, John Polanco, one of your statisticians, uh, I tell you what, he has been fantastic yeah. and uh, made me sound really intelligent. But how about 19 points for Nakari Gahan yeah. on seven of nine shooting? Seven of nine, obviously, all of that inside, and five of ten from the free throw line. He finishes with 19. KJ finishes with 19 on seven of 15 shooting. Six of 12, one of three from beyond the arc, four of seven from the charity stripe, and of course, 12 rebounds for KJ. So there's your advantage. You had the size mismatch, and you could really see in the waning moments of the third quarter and into the fourth quarter that that really started to take a toll on Clark yeah you know it wears you down and it, it forces you to play a little bit different rotation uh, so uh, you know their starting lineup isn't necessarily uh, big but it has a um, good three-point shooting and stuff but they're not they're 6-3 but they're not 6-7 like uh, Nakari and KJ so it forces them to make the decision if they're going to play some of their bigs their bigs don't score as well from the perimeter and so it allows us to clog it on the other side uh, so, you know, once we establish that, then they're, they're going to have to play big, and that's into our advantage. One of the things that we've seen, and we can talk about, obviously, the, the play down low with Nakari. It's an unselfish basketball team when it comes to points. And I really look at a couple of opportunities where you saw open opportunities for Cade Mankel. You know, Cade only took eight shots, but he made four of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you score nine points on four of eight shooting, when those opportunities come, I know your message in practice is, that, hey, take, take your shots when you're there. Mm -hmm. But really, when Westlake is playing at its best it's when the shooting percentage is high but when you look at it that's not a ton of shots going up there only yeah. eight shots from one of your two guards is pretty yeah. impressive stuff yeah you know and you, you, it's like the the balance of we don't want to be predictable where the other team knows that if they're not getting back and organized that we might pitch it ahead and shoot a three but then we also want to be able to punish them by throwing it inside. And so it's just that fine balance of being able to read the floor and see if we have an advantage. You know, two guys back, maybe three, that's a good time for us to tack. If they got four back, then maybe we should set something up. Um, and, and these guys are experienced and they're good shooters. So you don't want them to hesitate or, uh, not, uh, not, or have a second thought when they let that, that thing go. You want them to be confident. Uh, in their shooting. We saw a couple of moments where Ian Moat got a chance to, to show off his shooting ability mm -hmm. and really understanding what his role in this basketball. And, and what I want to talk about when it comes to Mo is, is a guy that has been, well, first of all, We've, we've educated everybody that he's the all-time winningest player in Westlake basketball <laughs> yeah. history because he's been around for four years. Oh, but yeah. watching his evolution as a player and his role changing from year to year, obviously the last two years especially, he was on this team that won oh, yeah. the Region 4 final against yeah. Lake Travis and went to face Allen in the state semifinal. Yeah. So he's kind of reliving this moment as a senior. What's yeah. the difference between then and now with Ian Moat? Well, he's uh, he's like... You know, you all, the people don't understand unless you're a coach that if you don't have a point guard on the floor that can just 
take care of it and get you organized and read and, and do all those things, uh, life is very hard. And so having somebody that can, like, w whatever he's going to call, I'm going to be fine with it. Um, when he thinks he has a good matchup and he drives on to be fine with it. When he sees it that we need to get the ball and sound fine. When he wants to play off the ball and be down the floor so he can score more, uh, I'm fine with that. So uh, when it's time for him to switch off and guard some of the, one of the other guards, I'm fine with it because uh, he's put his time in. Uh, you know, uh, he watched probably as much film as the coach on these on these teams. <laughs> he was texting me last night about some of the things, uh, and then so he, he's not only starting to look at it like what's best for our team but now he's starting to look at the other team and what they're not very uh what maybe some of the challenges they'll have against us um and so now he's changing uh the way he thinks from that standpoint so if, he, if, if mo is uh he's a smart guy so i don't think he'll become a coach but if he wants to he'll be a, a great coach one day i think also you look at kj adams it's a different type of team that you had obviously you had your four division one guys you had the size with matthew Mayer and obviously will baker you have brock cunningham all of those guys yeah. you know significant minutes in college and, and significant careers ahead of them but with this team obviously you have kj yeah. but you have a lot of guys that really understand their role and we talked to coach dodge a thousand times it seems like especially in the state championship run where it's not about how many great guys you have. It's how many guys that want to be great who are very, very good yeah. and are willing to do the things that they're asked to do. And I think when you look top to bottom on this roster, you've got guys, whether it's in practice or in games, own their job. And I think that's one of the big things that, that you kind of borrow from a lot of great coaches is own your job. And you have a team. I think of guys like Preston Clark who may not score a bunch of points, but when he has an open three in the corner, KJ will find him and he'll yep. bury the shot. Yep. That's what that's the kind of stuff that championship teams are made of. A lot of, of trust in one, one another. And, you know, when we go back to the locker room, we'll talk. And I know that they're going to be happy for a while, but then they know we got uh, some games coming up next week. Um, but we'll talk about where this game was won. And it was won yesterday because I thought that they they practiced to win yesterday. Um, and when you get this late and you've already had 70 practices in the season, plus fall and all that, you, you get a little worried. Our guys going to want to practice. Well, they, they practiced to win yesterday, so I was proud of that. He's Coach Robert Lucero. Congratulations. Second trip to the uh, state semifinal as the final four will commence next week. We are awaiting the end of the game between Summer Creek and Atascacita. That is the Region 3 final. Of course, Region 4 and Region 3 will meet in the state semifinal ahead of Saturday night's championship game. So there's going to be some time between games here, but Westlake victorious, as we mentioned, 64-48. to We'll wrap things up here as we give you some of the statistical information, starting with team shooting and, of course, all the stats from Clark. Clark. Scored 48 points on 19 of 45 shooting. They shot 42% from the field, 16 of 36 inside the arc, 3 of 9. Again, not the three-pointing uh, affair it was when everything seemed to fall in for O'Connor in the region semifinal on Tuesday evening. 7 of 9 from the free throw line. Here's the big stat. 15 total rebounds. Westlake kept Clark off the boards. How about this discrepancy? 15 rebounds for Clark. 29 for Westlake on the offensive glass, 13 of those offensive rebounds to just three offensive rebounds for Clark. That pretty much tells the story of the game down low. And, of course, we talked about the scoring lines for K.J. and Nakari Gahan. Cade Mankel with nine points on four of eight shooting, three of five inside the arc, one of three outside the arc. 
and one rebound as well for Blake Nielsen. Not a whole lot of points. He did have a big shot, though, and we mentioned this is the opportunity. He made the three-pointer at the top of the game after KJ's first point. He uh, First shot, he was able to drill a three, and he had five shots. He made one of them, and it uh, contributed significantly. Of course, he had four rebounds and an assist, did Nielsen. Michael Bustamani got a chance to play there in the final moments of the game. It's good to see that. Uh, Nakari Gahan. Played 21 minutes, scored 19 points on 7 of 9, shooting 5 of 10 from the charity stripe, grabbed 7 rebounds and dished out an assist as well, along with 2 blocks. K.J. Adams on uh, 19 points on 7 of 15 shooting, 6 of 12 from the field, 1 of 3 from beyond the arc, 4 of 7 from the charity stripe, and he collected 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. Ian Moat with 7 points on 2 of 8 shooting, 1 of 3 inside the arc, 1 of 5 from beyond the arc, 2 of 2 from the charity stripe, and he pulls down, or he finishes the game with three assists. Preston Clark with seven points on three of four shooting. Good offensive boards for him as well. He had three offensive rebounds, did Preston Clark, and two of those turned into points for Preston Clark as he cleaned up on the offensive side. As he connected with seven points, he finishes with four rebounds and two assists. Diego Schleppe got a chance to get in the ballgame late, and Connor McManus and Jaden Greathouse also on the floor for a combined 13 minutes. A lot of defensive work there. Connor 0 for 1 in the ballgame on the lone shot that he took, but he picked up an offensive rebound for his effort along with two assists. Again, the stat of the night for the Westlake Chaparrales, 29 rebounds, 13 of those on the offensive board, just 15 total rebounds for Clark on 3 of 12 shooting. We take a look at the scoring for the Clark Cougars. Dalen Whitlock finishes with four points, all of those in the first half. Will Harris finishes with two points. He had one bucket in the first half. Jordan Mason lit it up in the first half as he actually was able to score nine points in the first quarter, 13 points at the half, but he only finished with 16 as he had one field goal land in the second half, and that was a three-pointer that hit in the third quarter. Al Emerlahu averaging just over 11 points per ball game. He finishes with just four. Jason Asunma averaging 13 points a ball game, only two in the first half, and he finished with five in the fourth quarter. And he had seven points in the third quarter, so he had 14 in the game. And 12 of those were in the second half. Tomas Gomez did not get a chance to score a bucket. Jacoby White, three points in the first half, just one field goal in the fourth quarter as he finished with five points. And that was it from Clark. So four points for Whitlock, two points for Harris. Jordan Mason, the lead, the leading scorer on the ball club, 16 points. Al Emerlahu, four points, all of that coming in the third quarter. Osunma, 14 points. And uh, Jacoby White with five. Westlake will play the winner of Summer Creek at Atascacita. That game going on right now. We probably should be getting close to a final there. But we will let you know on Westlake Nation and, of course, all of our social media outlets. But Westlake has done the damage here tonight. Again, your co-players of the game, Westlake with Nakari Gahan and K.J. Adams, both of them scoring 19 points. Tough baskets inside, offensive rebounds, putbacks, all kinds of tough basketball down low. And when the shots were there, they were able to feed it outside for big-time three-point shots here. Looking at the three-point totals for Westlake, they actually hit 5 of 18 for 28%. Again, they were dominant in the paint inside the arc. Westlake shot 48% 
all around the basket with Nakari Gahan and K.J. Adams. Again, both of those players with 19 points to lead Westlakes to its second-ever region championship here. As in 2018, they defeated Lake Travis, punched their ticket to their first-ever state tournament. They're going back here in 2021. We will be on the air just before tip in the state semifinal game. Will it be Atascacita or will it be Summer Creek? We'll let you know. But until then, my thanks to Casey Johns and, of course, all of you listening on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. I'm Joe Taylor at Fun Storm in the Castles. This is Westlake Basketball. You've been listening to Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number 9 Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Plains Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Debt, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, the Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, at Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes.